not woken up in the morning and his mercy's not been this new. I mean, I woke up, I woke up in a great mood and not even just a feeling of a mood, but just in the facts that God he has been there and he was there and he was faithful to me. And you might not know how anything like that feels and um, that's going to be fine. Um, but uh, I'm very accustomed to it. It happens often, and uh, I'm thankful for the faithfulness of God in that, um, for without them, I could not make it. I could not make it. I would have quit three times today, I'm just being honest with you, if it were to have been up to me, and that's just me, um, because uh, I, you might not understand that, but I promise you, if you were in the in the position I'm in right now, you'd understand, and... Uh, if not for the love and the mercy and the grace of God. Um, I was talking to Elisha on the way down here, and I told him about three times I wanted to quit. I did, and I still do at times. But the grace of God is sufficient, and it's uh, capable, well capable, of uh, keeping me into that day. Um, We're not going to go there. We're not going to preach out of this tonight, but I want to read you a verse. Um, anybody know the Bible verse Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6 anybody know that Bible verse let me tell you what that Bible verse says Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6 the Bible says being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you perform it until the day of Jesus Christ will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. It absolutely will perform it, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I'm thankful for the Bible. I'm thankful that its words are true, and it has helped me throughout this everyday life. Friend, I tell you the truth tonight. That word right there, he's able He's able to keep me. He's able to, and I can be confident in that very fact, that he's able to do that until the day of Jesus Christ. And I'm thankful for that tonight. Hebrews chapter number 11 tonight. Hebrews chapter number 11. Let's read a few verses, and we'll find our text. Thank God for the blessed King James Bible tonight. Amen. I'm thankful for it, and I will thank the Lord for it until the day of his redemption. I will. And I, Hebrews chapter 11, yes, sir. Hebrews chapter number 11, Um, we'll continue this week as last week we jumped into our third message in the series entitled By Faith, Um, and um, last week we preached on the fact of By Faith Noah, By Faith Noah. This week, Lord willing, we'll preach on the fact of By Faith Abraham, and so we've preached on By Faith uh, Abel, we preached on By Faith, we preached on what is faith, By Faith Abel, By Faith Enoch, and By Faith Noah. So it was technically our fourth message in our series, but it was the third message on by faith of a specific elder in the by faith series, the heroes. And so if you would stand to your feet tonight, let's reverence the word of God together. Verse number 8, the Bible says, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whether he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob and the the heirs with him of the same promise. 
For we look for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Lord, we love you. We ask you, God, to help tonight. Bless us, Lord. Pray, God, that you would help me, Lord, to be able to preach the message that you have laid on my heart tonight. And I pray, God, that all things would become from this, Lord, that you might get the preeminence, Lord, and that you would get all the glory. We'll bless your name for it all. In Jesus' name. Amen. We preached on by faith Noah last week and our text this evening mentions a man by the name of Abraham. And Abraham to this day is still held at high esteem for the Jews. He's held at high esteem for Christians as well today. Uh, In the Bible, Abraham is presented to us as a great example of a man who lived his life in humble, obedient faith unto the Lord. Uh, And as we read in our text tonight, he is clearly that. uh, As we've just read in the book of James in chapter 2 and verse number 23, the Bible tells us, it records the simple fact that Abraham was a friend of God. Uh, He was God's friend. Uh, From the mouth of God, he was God's friend. Uh, Abraham's life was a great example uh, for us. In his life, he showed us a great Wonderful example that we can live by. And the scripture devotes much uh, part of the book of Genesis to him. And um, if you had been watching the life, if you had been watching Abraham uh, in Genesis chapter 12 when he left his home to follow follow God at the age of 75, uh, you would have said, my, 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 what a man of God he is. But then later on, if you had seen him lying to Pharaoh and later um, sinning with the Egyptian handmaid Hagar, you would then said he's a fake, he's a phony, and he's junk. That's all he is. Uh, but I tell you the truth is that which one... Let me ask you this. Let me, just ask, let me propose it as a question rather than telling you the truth. What is true? Which one is true? Well, um, I believe it records it here in this text tonight uh, of what he actually was. And many claim in this day that we live in to have true faith, uh, and but their lives show that to be a lie. Amen? Uh, does, in, does evidence show that in your life? Uh, How is the evidence? And that is a tough question to answer because uh, uh, it could be answered on many different avenues. But I believe that we can uh, get some help from what we've read this evening. Uh, And if you will take the time to observe his life, uh, you'll see that he he had genuine, real, I mean real genuine faith. Uh, And that's what he had. And guess what? The same way he showed real faith... uh, is the same way that any child of God on this day, on this side of heaven, could and should be showing faith tonight. That's how we should be showing faith in our lives. And I believe this message will show our standing on faith. I'm going to preach the thought of by faith Abraham tonight. By faith Abraham. I want you to notice number one with me tonight. I want you to notice faith encountered. Uh, faith encountered. Verse number 8, the Bible says, By faith Abraham, uh, when he was called to go out in place which he should have to receive uh, for an inheritance, obeyed and he went out not knowing whether he went. Uh, faith encountered. His encounter, number one, uh, with uh, with a powerful calling. Uh, his, uh, his encounter with a powerful calling. Uh, and so Abraham was a lost man. He was living uh, in a place called Ur of the Chaldees. And uh, you can find that in Genesis chapter number 11 and verse 28. Uh, and there he is and he's living 
living there and he was raised in a society of worship uh, of people who worshipped a moon god uh, and they worshipped that god there uh, in that day and he was simply headed to hell but we're told uh, that God called Abraham to go out. Uh, God called him by faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance. Uh, He called him to go out and somehow God spoke to Abraham's heart uh, and told him to leave the land that he was living in uh, and to go to a new place. Uh, So God moved on the heart of Abraham and called him out. Uh, Friend, I tell you tonight, uh, I tell you this is how faith comes to every person uh, that has it. No one uh, wakes up one morning uh, and thinks to themselves, Uh, you know what I think I'm going to change my life and start serving Jesus now I don't believe anybody wakes up one morning uh, and says that Uh, we can all agree that the lost sinner must first be convicted uh, of his sins Uh, one day God begins to move in the lost sinner's heart uh, and he makes the sinner aware of the wrath of God that is to come uh, and aware of the sin in which he is committed uh, and condemned by and then he uh, makes the sinner aware of it and he makes him aware of the coming judgment of sin uh, and he shows that sinner that he is headed to a devil's hell uh, and then uh, that takes uh, then that the, then the spirit then takes the, the sinner and points him to Jesus uh, through the preaching of the word uh, and he is pointed to the Lamb of God uh, that was slain for the sins of the whole world uh, and um, he was pointed to the one who died on the cross uh, and who rose from the dead and friend I tell you it is conviction and without it no man can be saved I tell you that's the truth have you ever experienced that calling that brings the conviction of sins that is the essential first step of faith so his encounter with a powerful call secondly his encounter with a personal choice his encounter with a personal choice. Now here he is, uh, and the Bible says, uh, by faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for inheritance. What's that next word say? Everybody look at your Bible. What's that next word say? Obey. Now obeying something takes a will. And obeying something has a choice. You can either obey or not obey. It's as simple as that. You know that if God is calling a man to repentance and he says no from his pew or does not move, it is still making a choice of what he's doing. It does not matter if he comes to the altar and says, Lord, I'm not going to do it today. No, if he sits on the pew and does not move, he is still saying no uh, to God. But Abraham made a personal choice uh, in this. And we're told that when he heard the call uh, of the Lord uh, that he obeyed and he did what God told him to do. uh, And this faith in God is what brought salvation uh, to Abraham. Uh, Genesis chapter 15 and verse 6 the Bible says and he believed it. uh, He believed in the Lord and he counted it for righteousness. Uh, He believed in the Lord uh, and he counted it. The Lord counted it as righteousness. 
uh, and then uh, in, in the book of uh, Romans in chapter 4 and verse number 3 the Bible says for what saith the scripture Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness that scripture that's rightly dividing the word of truth uh, and it says that Abraham because he believed God it was counted for righteousness to Abraham by God and so this is the second step of genuine faith in God first you're called and then you come that's just as simple as it is and when you come Jesus promises to receive you and keep you until the day of salvation the Bible says in John chapter 6 and verse 37 that all that the Father giveth me shall come to me and him that cometh to me I will in no wise we went through these verses this morning I will in no wise cast out for I came down from heaven not to do my own will but the will of him that sent me and this is the Father's will which hath sent me that of all which he hath given me I should lose nothing but should raise it up again at the last day and then he says in verse number 40 and this is the will of him that sent me that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him shall have everlasting life and I will raise him up at the last day it's not enough to know that you're a sinner and you're lost it's not enough to be convicted of your sins you must come to God you must come to God by faith repenting of your sins and trust in Jesus Christ for your salvation Amen, friend. I pray we can all remember a moment in our lives when we turned from our sins uh, and are placed our faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, and friend, I tell you, knowing He would do uh, exactly what He said that He would do, uh, and this encounter with faith uh, is what sparks the new life of trusting uh, in the Lord uh, with every need. And by the way, did you notice that Abraham was not called to pray? Did you notice that Abraham was not called to say a prayer? Did you notice that Abraham was not called to sign a card? Somebody with me. Abraham was not called to sign a card. Abraham was not called to do any of those things. He wasn't called to join something. He wasn't called to do any of those things. He was called to go with God. And that's what he was called to do. He never once told those disciples. You can go through all 12 of them. He never once told them you must say this prayer and follow me no friend he said he said if you'll lay down everything else he said just follow me he said follow me take up thy cross and follow me that's what it's all about friend this is the gospel call we have heard the joyful sound Jesus saves Jesus saves it doesn't say Nicholas prays and Jesus saves no it just says Jesus saves and that was enough friend salvation comes down to you here in his call and you you going after that call uh, to follow Jesus uh, means that you will love what He loves. Uh, and somebody with me, uh, you'll love what He loves. Uh, you'll hate what He hates. Uh, you'll go where He goes. Uh, and you will do what He does. Uh, and I pray you've had that encounter this evening. Amen. Amen. 
Amen, friend. Faith encountered. Secondly, I want you to notice tonight, faith expressed. Verse number 8, the Bible says, uh, and let me see, after receive, after receive for an inheritance obeyed, and he went out not knowing whether he went by faith he sojourned. In the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. Notice that not only did Abraham hear and heed uh, the call of God, but he also proved the reality of his faith by the way he lived it out at the rest of his life. The rest of his life he proved that he had been called and he proved that he had answered that call and that things had changed. Throughout the rest of his life, that's what he did. Uh, Notice how his faith expressed itself as the years passed down. Uh, I want you to notice number one, his faith resided uh, in God's pathway. The Bible says in verse number 8, and he went out not knowing whether he went. He went out not knowing whether he went. That is a statement of faith, wouldn't you say? Uh, He did not know where he would end up. Uh, He did not know where he was even going. Uh, But he trusted the Lord to lead him along the right path. Uh, And friend, that's exactly what the Lord did. Uh, The Lord led him along the right path. Uh, And God, listen, God is not looking for people who who already have it together. For people who will will, um, just go ahead uh, and come together and already have it all figured out. Uh, He He's looking for people who would trust Him to direct their lives and direct their path. And He is looking for people who will let Him be the Lord of their life and who will fall in line behind Him as their great shepherd fall in line and go where He leads. We sing the song around here, Where He leads me I will follow. And half the time I want to say you're lying because it is the truth. You will not lead where God follows every time because God said along time ago to do something and you ought to have been doing it but we have been sitting we have been like sadaisical we have been lazy Christians throughout these years and friend I tell you he is looking for people who will follow him sometimes his paths are hard but guess what friend they are always best the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8 verse 28 that all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose the people of faith know this and live as God leads them every day. Amen. So he, he, his faith resided in God's pathway. Secondly, his faith rested in God's promises. Now I want you to notice in verse 9, By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country. And so it tells us when Abraham go, uh, went, uh, went into the land of Canaan, uh, he found it full of wicked. Uh, if you study, he found it full of wicked uh, and heathen nations. Uh, yet God promised him that one day all this land would belong to him uh, and his offspring. Uh, Genesis chapter number 13 verse 14 through verse number 18 uh, he, he gave him that promise uh, he said I promise you I'll give it to your offspring uh, and I'll do that and this uh, and even as Abraham walked as a stranger in the very land that God had promised him uh, uh, then he, he knew that one day God had promised to give him this land uh, he knew that one day all of God's precious promises would be fulfilled they would be fulfilled. A hundred percent, no positive. Uh, they have no doubt about it. They would be fulfilled. Uh, he did not use fleshly means uh, to get this land of Canaan how he wanted to get this land of Canaan. Uh, he did not use it uh, on how he wanted to do. Uh, he just believed God uh, and that God would keep His Word. Amen. Man, isn't that what faith really is? 
I believe we've learned that in this study, that faith is the assurance that God would do exactly what He said He would do in His Word. That's exactly what faith is. Faith believes that God would do everything that He promised to do. Uh, Faith looks beyond the appearance of the circumstances uh, at hand, hand, uh, and He trusts uh, that God will keep His promises. Uh, uh, Faith knows that the promises of God are legit, uh, they're real, and even even, uh, even though their fulfillment might not be yet seen, they're real. What is faith? Well, it's the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things seen. Is that right? I'm glad y'all caught that. It's the evidence of things not seen. So it says in verse number one, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. He was trusted in the promise, but he hadn't seen the promise yet. He's seen it full of heathens. He's seen it full of wicked people. But he trusted the promise anyways. He trusted the promise anyways, friend. Uh, And I tell you, the person uh, of faith knows that God is as good as His Word is. Uh, God will keep His Word. You believe that? Romans chapter 4 and verse number 21, the Bible says, And being fully persuaded that what He hath promised, He is able to perform. Regardless of the promise, friend, and God has made many. Faith knows that God will do as he said he would do. He resided in God's pathway. He rested in God's promise. Then I want you to notice his faith relied on God's providence. The Bible says, By faith he sojourned in the land, verse 9, of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, and the heirs with him of the same promise. So, so, so as Abraham traveled from place to place, his life was not always easy. And in fact, if you study his life, you'll find times of victory. You'll find times of failure. You'll find times of heartache. You'll find times of joy. You'll find times of righteousness. You'll find times of rebellion. You'll find times of faith. You'll find times of foolishness. Yet, during all of those things in his life, Abraham trusted the Lord to bring him in his life exactly what he needed he trusted the Lord he lived as a pilgrim in a strange land he relied on the Lord for every need uh, and he he looked to God to keep his word to keep his promise uh, and to fulfill his promises and he relied on the providence of God and trusting God he trusted God to do what was best in his life can I give you I want to give you a little application it was not an easy life And it was a life of faith. And believe it or not, God honored this life. God honored this life of Abraham. You say, well, is that Bible? It sure is Bible. I'm thankful you asked. Isaiah in chapter number 41 and verse number 8 says, But thou, Israel, art my servant. Israel, who's that? Jacob. And then it says, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham. Then he says this. My friend. That's what God calls him. He says, uh, he said, I, I'm going through this, but thou, uh, uh, thou art, uh, thou, uh, thou Israel, you art my servant. Uh, oh, Jacob, I, I have chosen Jacob. I have chosen Jacob. Uh, uh, but he's out of the seed of Abraham, who's my friend. 
He's my friend. And I look, that's God's testimony of how he felt about Abraham. What a testimony that that is. It was not a perfect life, but it was a life of faith. And it was a life that honored the Lord. And I tell you, friend, the life of faith will always have its ups and it's always going to have its downs. But it always comes back to the place where it goes with God. It will never quit on God. It will never stop on God. A person of genuine faith looks to God to do what is best as the days go by and I tell you a person of faith knows that God can be trusted a person of faith knows that God is able a person of faith knows that God always knows best a person of faith knows that that life is not always going to be easy but that God in his way in his will and in his word can be trusted to do what is right Real faith follows God. Amen. A faith that won't follow God is not faith at all. Amen, preacher. It's not, God. It's not faith at all, friend. A faith that won't trust God is no faith at all. Uh, a faith that won't obey God even in the smallest of things uh, is not genuine faith at all. Uh, do you really walk by faith or do you walk by sight? You tell me. I mean, will you only give the, 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 the work of God when there's money in your pocket? Will you only do the work of God when you have enough gas? Will you only do the work of God when you're able or whatever? Well, what, what, what is really how it works? How is it really? The Bible says well, one day our faith will become a sight. I mean, it just simply comes sight. But right now, we walk by sight oftentimes. When we can't see this, but we do it anyways. When we can't see... When... God help me. When you don't have enough money in your bank account to pay your missions, but you pay them anyways, that's faith. When you don't have enough money to pay much of anything because you don't have enough money to pay your bills, you don't have enough money to pay this, but you just go ahead and do it because you know that check ain't going to clear and then somehow God's going to send it anyways. Say, preacher, you don't even know what you're talking about. I do. I do it every week. Do it every single week. Let me be honest with you. I mean, I'm just telling you the truth, friend, is that that's how God works. That's faith. And sometimes you just have to go upon the invisible things. Knowing, trusting. The Bible says, I'll supply all, but my God. I like that part. So I'll supply all your needs according to. His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. The Bible says, I have been young, now I'm old, and never seen the righteous forsaken nor seed begging bread. I believe that, and I trust that, and I'm going to live by that. It's just simple. You ain't got to live by that. And, and, and it just ain't always going to be just hunky-dory all the time. But I tell you, the truth is, is that faith is the substance of things, hope for evidence of things which are not seen. If you can see it, it ain't faith. Amen, friend. Do we live by faith? Do we live by sight? Faith encountered, faith expressed, faith, lastly, faith ex, faith's expectation. Verse 10, the Bible says, For he looked for a city, which, now, looked, that word, that's, that's the key word there. He looked for a city. 
And so there's a, there's a look there. There's a look there. And that look is an expectation. If you're not looking for something, you're looking for something on the other side. Is that right? So for he looked for a city which hath foundations, who build her and make her is God. Abraham's faith was an expected faith. It was a faith that looked beyond the here and now and looked beyond and saw the sweet by and by. That's what it done. Now notice what this faith expected though. Faith, his faith expected a glorious hope. Now, even as he journeyed from place to place in Canaan, uh, pitching his tent and following the leadership of the Lord, uh, Abraham was looking for another country. Uh, for uh, for as he looked, uh, even as he looked to God uh, to give him and his offspring the promised land, uh, he had his eye on another land. Uh, he had his view uh, on somewhere else that he wouldn't be. He would be uh, someday. Uh, he lived with this hope, uh, and it sustained him many years it got him through many hard times and beloved I tell you the truth real faith walks through this world with the same kind of hope the same kind of hope Peter called it a lively hope he called it a lively hope first Peter chapter three um, verse chapter one verse three and four he called it a lively hope living it's living it's alive it's alive. And it's the sure knowledge that someday uh, the saints of God will leave this world uh, and be snatched out of here for one that's far better. For one that's much better than this one down here. Uh, we're pilgrims and strangers here. The Bible calls us that in First Peter chapter 2 and verse 11. Uh, and this faith keeps the child of God uh, um, going through the trials, uh, tragedies, uh, troubles, uh, all the hard times uh, that harm us here. Uh, this hope comes in when Jesus entered into my heart and friends there is a better day coming for the redeemed saint of God Uh, that is the expectation of faith here Paul writes to Titus there in the book of Titus in chapter 2 and I think it is verse number 14 he says looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of Lord Jesus Christ it's a blessed hope and it sure is a blessed one friend I'm glad that it is his faith expected a glorious hope. Uh, lastly, his faith uh, expected a glorious home. Uh, it expected a glorious home. Uh, as Abraham traveled, uh, he longed for the day when he could settle down sometime. Uh, he was not looking for a city on this earth, but he was looking uh, for a heavenly city. Uh, one that was built by God. Uh, one where he could live uh, forever in the presence of the Lord. Uh, and friend, I tell you, as you and I journey through this life uh, and through this world, we know that we are not not home yet. I am not home yet. Hallelujah. Friend, we know that there is a city called Heaven and the New Jerusalem uh, where we will one day settle down and we'll wonder no more. Like Abraham was in this day, the real um, faith that resided in the hearts of God's children uh, longs for that heavenly home. I'm longing for that heavenly home. And if you're saved, I guarantee you uh, that there is a pull for a much farther land uh, one day notice with me what kind of land uh, this faith looks for I want you to notice three little things and I'm done Faith, this faith looks for a prepared home it looks for a prepared home hallelujah the Bible says uh, 
by faith, excuse me, for he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. A builder and maker is God. We look for a home prepared for us by the Lord Himself. And this was His promise. John chapter 14 and verse number 1. The Bible tells us, Let not your heart be troubled. If ye believe in God, believe also in me and my Father's house. Are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place. And if I go to prepare a place, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. This faith I'm talking about expects Him to keep that promise. The person of faith will not be disappointed someday. This faith looks for a prepared home. You know what else this faith looks for? It looks for a perfect home. The Bible says whose builder and maker is God. Now I ain't never seen him make nothing that's not perfect. Amen, friend. You said God made the world. It was perfect when he made it. You know who ruined it? We did. Amen. It is built by God. He makes no junk. God doesn't make anything bad. He makes stuff that don't rust. He makes stuff that don't decay. Things that don't quit, friend. And the home He is preparing for His people is a perfect land. It's designed for perfected people. Hallelujah. Amen. And in that land, none of the things that harm this land here will ever be found there. Revelation chapter number 21 In verse number 4, the Bible says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death. There shall be neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any pain. For the former things are passed away. Hey, son, stand up and sit on that pew. I'm preaching right now. Amen. I tell you the truth. The former things are passed away. They're passed away. They're passed away. Faith looks for a perfect home. You know what else faith looks for? Faith looks for a permanent home. The Bible says it hath foundations. It has foundations. And this home is not a temporary home like the tents that Abraham was dwelling in. But or it was none of the homes that we live in like today. But that heavenly home is a permanent home. It's a place that will never fade away. It's a place that will never fall away. It will, it's a place that will never rust away. It's a place that will never rot away. The Bible says in 1 Peter in chapter number 1 and verse number 4, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you it is a permanent home and I'll be there someday I believe you will be too and I pray you are I tell you the truth here tonight I want you to ask I want to ask you a question I'm done now you tell me how's your faith how is your faith has your faith went through this place has your faith have you had a faith encounter with the Lord have you had a faith? Uh, have you expressed your faith to the Lord? Have you uh, ex- do you have some expectations from your faith? Well, I tell you the truth is, friend. Tonight is that Abraham was an example. He was an example to all of us of one who had real faith. Real faith, genuine faith. Every single day, not just Sunday, not just money up, not 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 not, not any of those days, not just money up, not just money down, not just I have enough and I don't have enough because I've been there too. Not just this and not just that. But he had faith all the time. 
all the time. I believe it's a good example. And I pray you have those real marks of faith here this evening. By faith, Abraham, stand to your feet, please. Thank you for listening tonight. I praise the Lord for what he's done. And I thank the Lord that all of you came in here tonight. Y'all been a blessing to me. Lord, we love you tonight. We ask you, God, to help us throughout the rest of the night. Help all these folks here at Mountain Valley, Lord. I sure do love them. Thank you for them. And I pray, God, that you would just help each one of them tonight. Lord, as they go along their way home tonight, help them to experience full faith. And I pray, God, that you would just help us all. Or we'll bless your holy name for all that you do. And we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless.